Good morning. Uh, my name is Mike Saba, and I teach archaeology and the Bible at uh, Kilns College. And uh, this morning is a special service uh, because all the kids are in here with us. And we have a special time where we are going to allow the children to interact during the service, and we have prizes for the kids as they answer questions that we have. And uh, so the two prize giver outer people are Terry. Would you stand up for just a second? He's an Oregon duck, uh, yet to play their bowl game. The other prize giver outer guy is Brandon Reynolds, and he is a beaver. Uh, they have played their bowl game, so we won't. Brandon, where are you? You're not hiding, are you? Where are you? No, no, down here. you got to get down here, buddy. <laughs> Don't be hiding up there. Okay, we need the slides up for the uh, talk. Ah, finding the real Jesus. Okay, let's see if the clicker works here. It does. All right, cool. All right, so we're in good shape. There was a little question whether the clicker would work this morning. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, we'll show you some slides, and kids only... That being under the age of what? What do you think, prize giver outer guy? 12. Okay. 40. Yeah, there's one in every crowd, right? <laughs> okay, if you're 12 and under and you answer the question, you will get a prize. Okay? So here's the first slide. Now, this talk is called Finding, uh, Finding Real Things About Jesus. And here's my first slide. Who is this a picture of? Raise your hand. You gotta be under you gotta be under twelve. Okay, this guy right here in the orange. Who is who is it? Okay, Obama, give him a prize. Where's the prize giver outer guy? Okay. Okay, there we go. All right. Next one. Who is this a picture of? Anybody? Over here. Right here, you. Who is that? Ken, right. Give him a, give him give her some candy. All right. Who's this? Who's this? Okay, over here in the orange. Linda, another prize. Okay, get some candy out to her. her. All right, who's this? This is a tough one. Huh? Some people over 40 are raising their hands. Come on. Okay, I'll, I'll open this up to anybody. Who is it? No, not you, ma'am. You're, you're a little older. Okay, that's your age. Okay, Tim Tebow, get some candy here. All right. All right, who's this a picture of? Who? Right here, little guy. Abraham Lincoln, did you say? What's it? Abraham Lincoln, perfect. All right, give some candy there. All right. Got to yell loud. I'm an old guy. I can't hear that well. Who's this a picture of? George Washington. Okay, now look at this picture for just a second. That's not really a picture, is it? That's not a picture of George Washington. What is it? A painting or maybe a drawing? Oh, this is a real picture, right? But this is just a painting of him. So uh, is George Washington a real person? George Washington's a real person, but we don't have a picture of him. Why don't we have a picture of him? Why? What's that? 
Camera wasn't invented. I was going to, that's good, okay. Yeah, there was no cameras of, uh, during George Washington's time. But is George Washington a real person? Say it loud with me. Yes, he's a real person. Okay, so here we're going to stop giving candy for just a second because this is kind of a tough question, and I want to see who can answer this. How do we know George Washington is a real person even if we don't have a picture of him? Oh, my, that was fast. Why? Okay, but how do we know he's a real person? Go ahead, an orange. Boy, that's a quizzical look on your face. <laughs> he was the first president. How do we know? We don't have a picture of him. How do we know? We don't have a picture. Yeah. On what? <laughs> I see him on nickels. Okay, well, that's getting there, getting there. <laughs> see him on nickels. I'm going to think about that one. Okay, why? Okay, you can read about him. What's another way? One more. There's a mountain that has a picture of him. These are good. These guys are really well-educated. I'm surprised. Okay, yeah, back here. Okay, signed the Declaration of Independence. I don't think he did, did he? Any, any, okay, well, we're going to go with this. I, I, I'm going to put all those together, and we'll make a, a story this way, or we'll make an answer this way. George Washington is real because we can find real things about him. Okay, you guys were kind of hitting on this a little bit, but here, for instance, is his house. Okay, so if a person is real, we should be able, in most cases, to find real things about that person, right? You were close on the Declaration of Independence, but I don't think he signed that, did he? But in any case, there's real things about George Washington that we can find because he's a real person, even though we don't have pictures of him. Everybody agree with that? All right, good. All right, so what about this person? Is he real? Oh, back here in the back. What do you got? Work with me. Is he real? Well, we got pictures of him. He's just make-believe? Okay, he's just make-believe. How about that? You got one of those? I got one. What? What is it over here? Somebody's telling me something. It's computerized. It's just make-believe, right? From Star Wars. That a boy. Yeah, I even got one, but it's make-believe. It's not real, real, okay? Difference between real and real, real, or make-believe and real, real. Help me out here. All right. So if he's a real person, we can find real things about him, right? So, all right. Now let's move on. Who is this here? Okay, right here, pink. Who is that? Mary and Jesus. Okay, make sure we get, we're going to go back to the candy. Candy, hand her out her guys. Duck, beaver, go. Civil war on who can give the most candy. All right. Yeah, that's Jesus. Okay, who's this? I got another one. Who's that a picture of? Yeah. Jesus on a cross. How do you know it's, a, it's not a picture? Yeah. 
Up here, let's go. He's in the Bible? Okay, how about this? Who's this? Okay, it's Jesus again, right? All right. Okay, so has everybody got their candy? So far? So good? Okay. Now let me ask you this question. Is Jesus real? Well, how do you know? We don't have pictures of him. He's in the Bible. That's true. Well, how do we know that's real? Okay. Why back here? How do we know it's real? He what? Yeah, well, no, I didn't write the scriptures, but I'm looking for something else here. Okay, Orange, you've answered too many. Have you got candy yet? Yeah, you got a whole sack of it. <laughs> okay, let's get somebody else. How do we know he's real if we don't have pictures of him? Yeah, okay, you. Scientific facts? Okay, I will go with that. I'll go with that. And here's what I'm going to say. If Jesus is real, then we can find real things about him, right? Okay? So he's kind of like George Washington. We don't have a picture, but we, can we find real things about Jesus? Do you think we can? All right. Now we're going to go. We're going to see what we can find, okay? So I'm going to show you some stories about Jesus that come out of the Bible. And I want to know, and this will go back to the candy give-out system, um, if you can tell me a real thing in the story, we'll get some candy. And then we'll see if we can find a real thing that goes with that story. Okay? Does everybody know the rules? You good with that? All right, here we go. Here's our first Bible story. Show me the coin people use for paying the tax, Jesus said. They brought him a silver coin. He asked them, whose picture is this and whose words? Caesar's, they replied. Okay, what's a real thing in that story that we might be able to find out in the real world? And I don't think I've asked you, what's, your, what's the answer? A coin? Okay. Here's a picture of a coin right here. It's an actual coin from the time of Jesus. Hey, you got his candy, huh? <laughs> Can you read what these words are right here for me? Can you read that? Who can read those words? Can you read them? C-A-E-S-A-R in Latin letters. What's that spell? Yeah, back there. Caesar. Okay, so we can find a real coin. Now, this is probably not the coin that Jesus held up, but it's like that coin, right? So we can find a real coin that has Caesar's picture and Caesar's name on it, just like we see in the story here, okay? So you know how it works. All right, so here we go. How many? We're going to count up 10 things. How many have we got so far? One. Good. All right. So the next story is this. Be watching to find the real thing. Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan River. He wanted to be baptized by John. What's a real thing that could be in there? Somebody I haven't called yet. Oh, you're anxious. Go ahead. 
The Jordan River is a real thing, right? Very good, very good. And let's see if we can find a picture of the Jordan River. Ta-da, there it is. And you know what? To today, people are still being baptized in the Jordan River. Okay? So when the stories about Jesus, when they talk about him and he tells stories and they describe things in his life, we're dealing with real things. Right? Okay. How many do we have now? Two. All right. Next one. Once again, Jesus went out beside the Sea of Galilee. A large crowd came to him. He began to teach them. Let me find over here. Okay? What's a real thing? We'll go way in the back over here. Yeah, you. No, no. no don't turn around. I'm pointing at you. <laughs> go ahead. What's a real thing in there? Say it loud. The Sea of Galilee. Do you think that we could go out and find the Sea of Galilee? Yes. Yes. Good. Good. Okay. So let's see a picture of it from the Sea of Galilee. Here we go. The real Sea of Galilee. Okay. In the background. And this person standing there is an idiot abroad. Have you seen that show on TV? It's kind of this doofus guy that travels around and goes to these places. I put this up here as an illustration for the adults. Here's how you avoid getting ripped off when you're in the Holy Land. See this uh, blanket I have wrapped around me here? This is not because I like to wrap blankets around me in 110-degree heat. This is because you don't wear cutoffs to holy sites. Okay, because if you do, they will charge you $10 to, to, for a blanket you can wrap around yourself and therefore not offend their holy sites. So just a little tip, okay? So an idiot abroad. All right, how many do we got now? Three. Three. Good. All right, here we go. Next one. Do you see all these things Jesus asked? What I'm about to tell you is true. Not one stone here will be left on top of another. Yes, sir. Stone, boy. That's perfect. Woohoo! You got your own fan club. What's that? Oh, I couldn't see. I can't see. Okay, so stone. Stay here. Stay here. Get your candy. Get your candy. All right. Okay. No, no, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. Stay here. <laughs> You're doing great, okay? Now, so you think we're going to be able to find some stones, right? Okay, when I say three, I want you to say ta-da with me, okay? Okay, one, two, three. Oh, oh wrong slide, I'm sorry. You, you got the answer too quick. Let's try again. One, two, three. Ta-da! There it is. Ta-da! Okay. <laughs> A little bad on the slide. These are stones actually from the Temple Mount, still in existence in Jerusalem today, that were pushed down by the Romans when they came in and captured the temple and destroyed the area, and those stones are still there today. So that when Jesus was talking about the Temple Mount and the stones, we're talking about real things, right? It's not make-believe, Okay. Now, you're going to lead the ta-da cheers from now on, okay? Okay, you can go back. Sit down. <laughs> All 
All right. So how many things do we have now? Four. Four. All right, next. Here we go. Bible story. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. Siloam means sent. Okay? So the man went and washed, and he came home able to see. Is there anybody else in the back here that I've been missing? Oh, did you move down front to get called? Oh, dedication, I tell you. Go, Jew. What do we find? Pool of Siloam. You made it. You did it, kid. You got down front, and there you go. All right, here comes this guy's going to give you the candy. There you go. All right, are you ready? Wait a minute. You got to say ta-da with me. One, two, three, ta-da. <laughs> Try again. Ta-da. Okay. That is the actual pool of Siloam that was just recently discovered in Jerusalem. Um, yeah, you can see the stair steps. Now, 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 it doesn't have water in it anymore, obviously, except this drainage water. But this, there's an interesting fact behind this. One of the reasons why we know that it's the Pool of Siloam from the time of Christ is that the workers who were building this, like all construction workers, left mementos behind, and one of them took some coins and put it in the plaster and plastered over them. So they, we know the date of the pool because we know when the coins were made. And when the archaeologists first discovered this, they went out with a metal detector and thinking, hey, contractors today, contractors then, wonder if they left anything, and they went around with a metal detector and found these coins and were able to date the pool, okay? So some things change, some things never do. So if you see on two-by-fours in your house where the contractor has written, John loves Mary or something like that, been going on for thousands of years. Okay, so how many do we have now? Five. Okay, we're making our final run here. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea. This happened while Herod was king of Judea. Okay, who hasn't had a question yet? Okay, right here in the aisle. What's that? What's a real thing? Bethlehem! Give her some candy. All right. Great. Okay. Now you got to say ta-da with me. You ready? Hello? <laughs> That's pretty good candy. Huh? You ready to say ta-da while I hit it? One, two, three. Ta-da! All right. This isn't a little clay uh, marker that was just found in Jerusalem. And it is, and it says on it, Bethlehem, okay? And it was used by the tax authorities to mark uh, taxes that were being brought from Bethlehem over to Judea, okay? So taxes and death have been around for a long time, right? <laughs> Two inescapable things. So we found something that actually spells out the name of Bethlehem, okay? And this actually comes before from before the time of Christ. So that city was in existence prior to that. Okay? How many do we have now? Six. Six. Okay. Let's keep going. In those days, Caesar Augustus made a law. It required that a list, of everyone, list be made of everyone in the whole Roman world. Away up in the back. It's cheering. What? 
Caesar Augustus. So you think we can find a real thing about Caesar Augustus? All right. And in fact, we can. Okay, this is Caesar Augustus, a coin. And on it, right down here, it says, can anybody read that? Caesar Augustus, right. Okay, so it's a coin, an actual coin. Of course, the Roman emperors minted all kinds of coins to their own uh, glory, in a way. And also, uh, they're similar to us. We make coins with the heads of our leaders on there, too. Okay? So here's a coin to Caesar Augustus, okay? Remember, the stories about Jesus are dealing with real things, okay? Even though we don't have pictures, they still deal with real things. All right? How many is this? Seven. Seven. Okay. Next one. Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea. What's a Pontius Pilate? Okay, if I got, am I being equal here? How about over here? What's a real thing? Okay, oh, look, in the back. Yeah, standing on the chair. What is it? Pontius Pilate. <laughs> nice job. How old is he? Four. Wow. Okay, you ready to say ta-da with me? Okay, everybody will say ta-da, okay? When I say, after I say three, you say ta-da, okay? We'll yell it really loud, okay? One, two, three, ta-da! Okay, this doesn't look all that great, but it's an old, old, old sign carved in rock, and on this sign, whose name do you think is there? Not Caesar. Who? Pontius Pilate is written right on there. So Pontius Pilate, we actually have records of him in archaeology outside of the Bible. Okay? So we're not dealing with make-believe. We're dealing with reality, real things. Okay? Just a couple more. How Eight we got so far? Okay, the next one. Jesus left Nazareth. He went to live in the city of Capernaum, okay? What's a real thing? I'm going to give you one more chance here, fella. Capernaum, all right. Is that his first victory? That's his first one. Good job. You've got to share that now. Okay, what is Capernaum? This is, this is double jeopardy now. What's Capernaum? Okay, over here. What is it? It's a city. Do you think we can find that city? All right, let's see. Ta-da! The city of Capernaum. And it's not very impressive now. The rocks are the only things left, the foundation. The walls and the upper parts have been removed. But archaeologists can have actually found the city of Capernaum. And who lived here in Capernaum? Who lived here? Jesus lived here. He was born in Nazareth. No. He was born in Bethlehem, grew up in Nazareth, but during his ministry, he was here in Capernaum. And for those of you who are interested, we actually think we've located, with pretty good attestation, Peter's house in Capernaum where Jesus probably lived. And this is the house where they tore the roof off and lowered the man down in. 
um, the paralytic who was healed there. We actually think we've found that house. Uh, it's a pretty good attestation. In archaeology, there's always a little bit of iffiness in anything you do, or usually there's some iffiness, but this one has real strong attestation. So, kind of cool. All right? So we found Capernaum. How many is that now? Nine. And we got one more. Okay, this is your last chance. Okay, ready? Here we go. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went to the temple. He looked around at everything, but it was already late. So he went out to Bethany with the 12. Okay, I've got to go way over here. Oh, okay, I'm going to give... A, oh, okay, so we've got to go two. Okay. What did he find? A temple. What did we find? What did we find? A temple. We got a double header. <laughs> okay, they both get candy. All right. When I say three, we got to do the ta-da, okay? Because here we have a picture of the temple from the time of Christ. One, two, three. <laughs> ta-da. All right, it's not a real glorious temple anymore. In fact, it's been knocked over to a large extent, as you saw earlier with some of the rocks that have been tipped over by the Romans. However, the Wailing Wall, which, which has been commonly called, still exists in Jerusalem. This is now called the Western Wall, and it is an actual remnant from the time of Christ from the Temple Mount. Okay? It's a retaining wall that went around where the building of the temple sat above. Okay? So these stones that you see right here actually go back to the time of Christ. And in some sense, they probably looked down and saw him come by. And people are still there praying. And what do people commonly do at the Temple Mount uh, with their prayers? Does anybody know? Oh, yeah, go ahead. This is an adult question. What do they do? Yeah, it's very common. Very common. When you walk around there, the, all the cracks between all the big rocks are all full, been stuffed with prayers. Kind of neat. Kind of neat. And they treat those with respect. When they actually fall out and deteriorate, they sweep them up, and I think they keep them in a special place. <laughs> I don't know for sure, but they are treated with respect. So we have the temple from the time of Christ. Okay? So look at this. In the Bible, when it's telling the story of Jesus, it's strongly intertwined with an actual place and time. We've got, for instance, Caesar, the Jordan River, the Sea of Galilee, stones from the temple, the Pool of Siloam, Bethlehem, Caesar Augustus, Pontius Pilate, Capernaum, the Temple Mount, and I could go on and on and on with finds archaeologically that support the historical reliability of the Bible. Uh, Actually, I have a website called BibleAndArchaeology.com where I list 50 of these things, including stuff from the Old Testament, the time of Christ, and from the life of Paul. Uh, I'd encourage you to take a look at it if you're interested in these historical studies. Um, but I have one final question for the kids, and it's this. Ten, we found. Okay. Why can we find real things about Jesus? Well, that was an enthusiastic hand raise. <laughs> so I'm going to go with you. Why? Because he's real. 
That is the whole answer. Let's give that a question. Look at that. How close she got. Okay? The reason why we can find real things is because I messed up the slides. We're not going to show it. Ah, let me get that again. Okay, this was the question. Ah, I don't have it up there. <laughs> we lost that slide. But it's the whole point. We can find real things about Jesus because Jesus is real. He's like George Washington, a real person. Even though we don't have pictures, we can find real things. It's not like Yoda, which is just make-believe. Okay? Jesus is real. He's embedded in the history of that time and place. The stories about him in the scriptures are well attested archaeologically and through other historical texts. Okay? Did you have a question? Yeah. That is really cool. You know what I want to tell you something? I'll talk to you more about that later. I want to tell you something. I spend my whole life studying the Bible and the historic reliability and all of that kind of stuff. But I have to tell you, the real thing uh, for everybody is a personal encounter with Jesus, right? Where he actually is in our lives, okay? It's really true. Um, this stuff I find is interesting and it's academic, but I really, I re and I think it's important. It has to be there. But I really appreciate what you brought up because it's really too, true. All of us in some real sense are just little sheep, broken and in need of the Savior. And it's through His Holy Spirit and that direct experience with Him that we really find the essence of Christ in our lives. So this history is great. It needs to be there, and I love teaching it. But boy, I get down on my knees sometimes and just say, Jesus, help me. <laughs> I'm just a little sheep. And he has. Isn't that great? Isn't that something, huh? All right. We'll talk about it a little bit more afterwards, okay, you and I? All right. I think that's really important. I'm glad you brought that up. In the end, no matter what we think we can study, we all are just like, just small little broken sinners who need the love of Christ in our lives and that direct touch and that direct experience. Thank you. That really is the truth. Appreciate that. Okay, so uh, we're done here. They're going to throw me out in a second. Um, if you, uh, and some of the rest of you have questions, I'd love to talk with any of you, but we'll, we'll have to do it afterwards, okay? And I have my Indiana Jones outfit. 
Uh, we didn't have the music this morning, so I didn't wear it up here. But if you're interested, I'll let you see the whip and everything, okay? What's that? Oh, the president's in order, okay. Can you name the states? Yeah, okay, then see me later, huh? <laughs> okay, we'll do it later. Uh, one final thing is, um, for those of you who are interested, I have free copies of a magazine called Artifacts, which is dedicated, it's a quarterly publication. It's dedicated to uh, stories related to the Bible and its interaction, or archaeology and the Bible. Have free copies of that um, out at the bookcase. You're free to take those. I do recommend that you sign up for, as a, for a subscription. It's like 20 bucks a year. You get four copies, and you can then get stuff screened. You know how you see on the news. They found Noah's Ark, or they found this, or they found that. Uh, you get a lot of sensationalistic stuff. This is well screened by scholars who uh, do the research, and they report on real finds from archaeology and the Bible, and I encourage you to uh, get at least a free copy, and then if you want to sign up for a subscription, that would be really great. All right, so let's pray, and we'll close. Lord, thank you for this day, and thank you for your touch in all of our lives. Thank you that you give us the facts, the evidence. Lord, thank you more that uh, you're in every day in our lives, answering our prayers, giving us our daily bread, feeding your sheep, taking care of us small people. Lord, I do pray that you would bless the children of this church and help them to know the objective, real nature of Jesus, both now and forever. In Christ's name, amen.